Okay, so the GST base has changed, and that's sort of a big deal for people like me who stream Netflix and, and download movies and games and things like that all the time. So, Letty, what's specifically happening with GST in relation to digital goods? Sure. Well, Nathan, I know that you've been hearing about the Netflix tax, or the so-called Netflix it tax. It hurts a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Forever, for, for, for quite a long time in the media. So, last night in the budget, the government did confirm that they're going to uh, introduce this law, which is not just for Netflix, it's just that Netflix is one of the most famous uh, businesses that will probably get caught under the new law. Mm-hmm. So basically what the government wants to do is to extend the GST to international supplies of digital products and services imported by Australian consumers, such as your Netflix Australia subscription. And I have one too, so I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> so under the current law, these imports are not subject to GST. Now, very, very broadly speaking, this is because under our rules, um, a supply to be caught by GST, the supply must either be connected to Australia or else it must be an importation of tangible goods. That's just speaking very broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, so real goods. That's right. Real yeah. goods. Yeah, clothes and shoes and so forth. Um, <laughs> property, no, not property. Yes, or, <laughs> or if it's intangible, they must, the, the, uh, the supply must be connected to Australia. Like it must have a base here or something like that. Okay. Yep. Whereas a lot of these suppliers um, of your downloads, you know, you would never see them anywhere near Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is because the GST law was written, you know, in the 1990s, where, where when these sorts of transactions were really not so commonplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, according to the government, and according to a lot of um, re- retail sector uh, players as well, this places Australian businesses um, at a commercial disadvantage because they generally have to remit GST on their digital products and services that they provide. Um, so. This measure is expected to apply from 1st July 2017. Now that is two years away. That does sound like a long time away. You might say, well, but if they've been carrying on about, uh, you know, improving the fairness in the GST system, then why are we waiting two years? Well, we can only hazard a couple of guesses. For one thing, for one thing, um, while they have released the draft legislation, they actually released it last night, the change does actually require the unanimous agreement of the states and territories. Okay. So that's going to be a fun and probably long drawn out <laughs> exercise for the government to <laughs> to deal with. And mm-hmm. I used to find it in a very sarcastic tone as well. Um, the other thing is um, the OECD and the G20, you know how they're taking a lot of action on general multinational tax avoidance and so forth. So um, GST and equivalent sort of taxes in foreign countries on these sorts of international digital transactions is one part of the OECD slash G20 action plan. Mm-hmm. And the OECD and the G20 are actually in the process of providing guidance and so forth in relation to these transactions. And so what one thing we could guess is really Australia does want to put something in place in our domestic laws, but at the same time, we also want to make sure that we're, um, we're in line with our foreign counterparts because with all these multinational transactions or international transactions, there's no point putting a law in place that's only a one-way street because mm. it affects multiple countries. Um, so it's really a bit of a watch this space. Like, you know, listeners are... Um, interested in reading legislation? <laughs> um, the draft legislation is actually out on the Treasury website. Um, you can you can uh, engage engage in some consultation on that as well. Uh, but at, at the moment, it's really much this space. Okay, if I can ask a stupid question for a second. No, I don't. Uh, if these new measures come in 
from July 1, 2017. Does yeah. that mean that we won't be charged GST on Netflix until that time? So Correct. it'll still be GST exclusive until that time? Correct. Okay. And even after it comes in, one major issue that really has to be dealt with from a practical perspective is well, compliance enforcement. All these, look, Australian companies, the tax office has their tax file numbers, has the ABNs, mm-hmm. has the street addresses, they can, you know, knock on the door anytime. But all these foreign companies, um, especially the smaller players, which aren't world famous, really, how would the tax office know that they are making these supplies to Australian consumers? Um, and so that's a really practical compliance issue that the ATO will have to deal with. Um, there's a couple of things in the draft legislation that may help to address uh, this. Um, For one thing, um, speaking very broadly again, where the overseas entity uses, well, let's just call it an Australian intermediary Mm -hmm. to help provide these services to the Australian end consumer, the intermediary would generally be uh, liable, well, be responsible for dealing with the um, admin side of things. Mm -hmm. So that's one way that they can make sure that they get the collected GST. And the other thing is um, the law also uh, is going to introduce a more simplified sort of administration and registration system for these foreign entities, for these foreign companies. Um, So in return for a simplified administration system, those entities will have to forego any input tax credits, but, you know, it's really cost-benefit sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, that may also encourage these foreign entities to actually register and comply if it's made a bit easier. Uh, and another thing is, uh, generally speaking, uh, the tax authorities are just increasing their cooperation and data sharing all around the world. Yep. And so in time, in due course, it, it wouldn't be surprising to see that, uh, say, Netflix or some other foreign-based company there uh, the tax authority in their country sends data to Australia saying, well, this particular entity does derive income from Australia. Mm-hmm. And through that, the ATO may be able to say, well, do you owe us any GST? Okay. So it's it's basically uh, a measure to level the playing field. I guess that's what Joe Hockey said yesterday, that the, the idea was to level the playing field. So I guess that's what's happening across the board. That's right. And, and that's the case all around the world. What I have noticed, though, when um, the tax rules have already been drafted, as, as Letty said, and I still think that it's going to take a little bit of uh, redrafting sure. and reiteration on it, because even though we're calling it the Netflix tax, if we can call it that, um, it's very broad with the way that it's been drafted with intangible products. Mm-hmm. So it's basically intangibles are like intellectual property and things like that. So it's not just streaming of movies and everything like that. It's actually any sort of consulting advice that mm-hmm. comes in offshore from um, you know consultancy services in relation to intellectual property and thing that could also be captured by these rules okay. so it can still can be some you know b2b business to business things and I think that has rang alarm bells especially with the high end of town as well so it's just not you with your Netflix subscription Nathan it, there's a lot of other things so I think that this I think this drafting has been a lot broader than what the experts had anticipated 